It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reddit's dark side covers sensitive topics and could be a possible trigger for some. These stories are narrated exactly how they are written by the original poster. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome back to another episode of Reddit's Dark Side. Tinder date turned stalker, posted by Vegetable Score Reveal Score 329. Back in 2019, I, 18 female, decided to download Tinder a few months after a rough breakup. I was very inexperienced with dating and pretty shy, so it seemed unlikely that I would meet a potential partner in person. Anyway, after a few matches that led to nothing, I came across the profile of someone that I found very attractive, 21 male. We matched, exchanged snapchats, and continued to set up a date. Our first date was relatively normal and enjoyable. We saw a movie, and by the end of it, I felt like we hit it off. However, our relationship was extremely short-lived. Not long after, I had agreed to be his girlfriend. After about a month of going out, he began to behave very erratically and would sometimes fall completely silent in the middle of conversation, ignoring me when I tried to ask him what was wrong. He became very hot-tempered, slamming doors and speeding on the road when he was mad. I started to feel really uncomfortable about our relationship. This went on for about a few weeks until one night when we were on our way to have dinner downtown. He fell silent mid-conversation. I became extremely anxious as he pulled into a nearby parking garage, wondering what I had done to upset him. As we parked, I decided to ask him what was wrong. He did not answer. When I asked him again, he shouted at me to shut the fuck up. I was completely frozen for a moment, but I finally got up the courage to tell him we were done. Gathered my belongings from his car and walked over to the nearest coffee shop to call an Uber. It was fairly late at night, so I walked as fast as I could, hoping he wouldn't follow me. When I made it to the shop, I noticed I had several missed calls from him. When I made it home that night, I blocked him on all social media and decided to never contact him again. I'm fairly familiar with the dynamic of toxic relationships, and I knew that if he could talk to me that way, completely unprompted, it was likely that he was capable of much more. About a week goes by as I start to settle my emotions a bit, I decided to confide in a friend who had never met the guy about what happened, feeling completely embarrassed. 
A few nights later, I received a text from the same friend. It was a screenshot of an Instagram DM from someone she didn't follow, my now ex. It said something to the effect of, hey, I'm sorry, we're having to meet like this, but Redacted is ignoring me and I need to talk to her. My heart sunk. I decided to message all of my friends separately and let them know what happened, just in case. Later that week, I received several DMs from various accounts, all without profile pictures or posts. Eventually, I gave in and responded to one, asserting the relationship was over and that I didn't want to hear from him again. I blocked the accounts immediately afterwards. As time went on without hearing a word, in weeks, I figured I had reached the end of the situation. Until, one morning, while I walked to my car, I noticed something dangling around the handle of my car door. It was a necklace I gave him. He had only picked me up once from my house before. The thought of him driving to my house, about a half hour from his place, earlier that night freaked me out. I was shaken up for a while. It was by no means an expensive necklace, and I had the exact same one. But I kept it pushing. I thought maybe it was his way of acknowledging that we were done. Two months later, I was working my job at a small boutique near my house. I was used to answering the phone several times a day, so when the phone rang, I thought nothing of it. But when I picked it up, I immediately recognized his voice. He started rambling about wanting a sweatshirt back, but I hung up before he could finish. That was the last time I would ever tell someone I was dating where I worked. I was completely losing it at that point, especially considering he had never called me at work while we were together. I didn't even know how he knew that I was working that daytime. I told my older sister the situation, and she, being very protective, decided to message him herself. She told him to leave me alone and even offered to give him back the sweatshirt for me. He refused and insisted on meeting up with me in person to get it. When it became very abundantly clear that he didn't actually want the sweatshirt back, she threatened him with PPO, to which he never responded. That was the last time I heard from him. Don't let strangers get in your car, posted by Redstone92. Before I begin, this encounter happened about 10 years ago, when I was 22 years old. I'm well aware this was a very poor judgment call on my part. My parents always taught me to help someone in need, just not necessarily to the extent that I allowed. Up until this point, I didn't have much of a reason not to trust people, may not always have good intentions. I have always had an unreasonably difficult time saying no to people my whole life and have since had the help of a therapist to be better about that. I've only told this story to a handful of people because I truly am ashamed of my actions and potentially putting my daughter's life in danger. I was on my way to an event of some kind with my three-year-old daughter when I realized I had left something behind in my apartment. I was close enough to home that I decided to turn around and head home. As I was pulling into the parking lot of my apartment complex, a woman was walking kind of in the middle of the driving area and began waving me down. I pulled up next to the woman and rolled down my window about one third of the way. She gave me the story of how she works at the nearby nursing home and she had run out of gas on her way to the gas station and was asking for directions to the gas station. I didn't think much of the fact that she was roaming around in my apartment complex because it was pretty common for people to cut through as it sat between two main roads and avoids traffic lights. I gave her directions for a five minute walk to the gas station, but she mentioned that she was pregnant and she wasn't feeling well. I tried telling her I was in a hurry and assured her it was a very quick walk, but she begged. At this time, she noticed my daughter was in the back seat. 
She had a look of surprise that I didn't think much of at the time. She began talking to my daughter and made her laugh. She turned back to me and asked one last time if I could just give her a drive to the gas station. At this point, I just gave in. I let her in my car and she almost immediately asked if I had any money she could use. My heart sank at that point, realizing she was probably lying and just wanted to lie her way into some cash. I was honest with her and told her I was broke and also didn't carry cash on me. She pointed out another resident in the complex and asked me to drive her to them. In my mind, there was still a slight possibility she needed gas, but didn't have the funds for it. So I drove her to the other person and she rolled down my window, asking for money. They said no and she pointed out another person. At this time, I told her I really had to be somewhere and couldn't keep helping her. I drove her closer to the other person but far enough that she would have to get out of my car to talk to them, which thankfully she did. Once she got out of my car, I sped off and drove to my destination. I told my mother about this story and a week later she sent me a clip from the local news. The news mentioned a woman would approach people asking for a simple favor, which led her to asking them for money. If these people said no, she pulled out a syringe or needle of some kind and would threaten to stab them with it and did end up stabbing them on one occasion. I look at the image of the person and instantly recognize this as the woman that was in my car. I know these types of people don't have much of a conscience, but I truly believe the fact that my daughter was in the car that day is what kept that woman from stabbing me. Man at the Door, posted by Johnny TK0. My memory is fuzzy, but the story frightened me so much that I can't ever forget it, and it comes to mind now and then. I was five or six living with my parents and older sister and brother. My sister is 16 years older than I am, and one day my parents and brother weren't home, and my sister went to go take a shower. She told me to stand in front of the bathroom door and play because she didn't want me to be completely alone. Either that or I told her I was scared to be alone, don't know which one. The bathroom door was in the same hallway as our front door. The entrance was at a diagonal and the opening of the door faced the bathroom. The door was locked. My sister had double checked. We also had the little door chain locked. As I was standing there, the doorknob started to shake, which immediately frightened me. And to my surprise, the door opened as much as it could with the chain on it. Then a man tried picking his head through the door. The memory of how he looked is what's unclear to me now. I can't be certain anymore, but I'm almost positive. He was bald and was white with a pink hue to his skin, almost as if he was sweltering hot and sweating or something. I don't remember seeing any sweat though. His face had no expression and he just pushed his face through the door as much as he could and then looked at me. Didn't say a word. I was frozen and staring back at him. I was so scared that I couldn't move. I'm not sure how long this lasted. I feel like he could have put his hand through and flipped the chain to come in if he wanted to, but he just kept staring. He stuck his hand through the door, but just gripped the edge of the door and I remember his knuckles turning pink from his tight grip. At some point, I turned to the bathroom door and screamed and pounded on the door for my sister to come out. She, of course, did this as fast as she could and the man closed the door and left. My sister vaguely remembers this to this day as well, but she didn't see anyone when she looked out the window. I don't know what that was, but it was creepy as hell and is one of the couple of creepy memories I have from that house. Creep or Nice Guy? Posted by Woe MX. 
I'm a 30 year old female and he's late 40s. A guy at work always trying to talk to me and always asking me out to go places with him. I always politely reject him and have said before I'm not interested. Yet he said, his own words, he will keep asking in case one day I say yes. Now, some really odd things have been happening within the last year or so. I am a massive fan of one game franchise in particular and he knew I was a collector. All of a sudden, he collects from the exact same game too. He knows I like to go to Comic Con and anything nerdy, yet all of a sudden, he goes to all of them too. When we were friends on PlayStation, every game I played, he started playing too. We had a conversation a while back about fragrances and he asked what was my favorite. The week after, he was wearing it. I would have gigs lined up and all of a sudden he's going too and he really likes that band also. He constantly asks me if I need a lift home. I always say no and he wrapped chocolate for me and left it for me to have at my desk. He's bought me gifts just because or to cheer me up. Even if I haven't spoke to him in a while and even when I constantly keep rejecting him, he traveled all the way to London, five hour drive to go to an event I missed out on as I was at work and got a book signed for me. I never even asked for this and was mortified when he gifted it to me. I'm not sure if there's genuinely something wrong with him. He's really, really trying hard or he's an actual creep. 